0: WCSG Backstage Gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show The most music for your middays And the
1: ride home I'm Jeremy
2: I'm Amanda I'm Tom I'm Anja And this is WCSG WCSG Backstage We're
1: gonna rock down to Electric Avenue Then we'll take it higher
3: Well, welcome to WCSG Backstage. In this episode, we talk about our childhood summers, put Anja in the hot seat for Don't Think, Just Answer. We put together our Space Crew Dream Team, (laughs) share our Tell Me Something Good stories, and share a deep cut. With summertime right around the corner, let's take it back a couple years, more years for a few of us, (laughs) and in five words or less, what was summer vacation like for you as a kid? Tom, you started off.
1: Okay, latchkey kid, little supervision. Uh Oh, yeah. Back in the day when we could do those things. <laughs> absolutely. There was this girl down the street that would watch me, but she was like maybe two or three years older than me, yeah. so it just made absolutely no sense. So we just kind of hung out, and I just kind of roamed the neighborhood as I wanted to until my mom got home at around five. So yep. yeah, that was how it was. Summers. So
3: what did you usually make yourself for lunch? Oh, you know, I,
1: I, I started cooking really young because I was a latchkey kid, so I would like make mac and cheese or mm-hmm. something like that, something real simple, something real easy, and uh, I'd usually cook for myself I think yeah yeah.
0: All right. Mine is a little bit similar. Mine <laughs> is outside until lights came on because yeah, like you it was latchkey, but I played outside and it was just outside until I lived in an apartment complex and we had all these poles with big globe domes on top. And every time the lights came on, we knew that's time to head inside. Right yeah. on. Day was over. Time to be done. So. Totally
1: different era. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I don't really <laughs> do that anymore.
3: You have two sisters. Did they play with you or did oh, no. you play with other neighborhood kids? No, we
0: had very different circles of friends and most of my day was spent so the, way that our apartment complex was set up, we had like almost horseshoe shaped uh, apartment buildings. And then in the middle of it was grass and we always played baseball, but with a tennis ball. So we didn't break windows. Mm. So we basically did that all day long. And then there was also a pond that we would try and catch like tadpoles and turtles. And then it was just a lot of that over and over again until the lights came on. But my sisters, I don't even know what they did while I was growing (laughs) up.
3: You were probably supposed to be babysitting them. No,
0: no, I definitely know I wasn't in charge of them. That's for Are they your little sisters? uh, Yeah, Yeah. 13 months younger than me. All
1: right, okay, yeah.
3: All right. My five are get ready for the fair. I was a 4-H kid (laughs) growing up. And so the whole summer honestly was spent either getting ready for the fair, being at the fair or recovering from the fair because we did steers as even as little girls. Like, I don't know why my dad was motivated to do this, but he was like, my little girls are not girly. And so here's a thousand pound steer. You get to show that this year. And so you had to practice with them. Like you put a halter on them and you walk with them and you make sure their feet stand straight when they're standing still and this, it's it's a lot of work and then eventually over the years we could add pigs into the mix and so that was a whole different, you know, cleaning of the pens and getting them ready and so it was just a lot of work but also a ton of fun. I so, am impressed. <laughs> thank you. That's how I paid for a lot of my college was the my parents would help us with the animals and the feed and all that and then when we sold them at the county fair, that money went to our college fund. Did you ever get any
0: ribbons for what you
3: did? Oh, Jeremy, you know me. Am I a winner? Well, I do
0: know you. Well, you are a winner, (laughs) but I don't know that I've ever seen any of these ribbons. Uh,
3: One of these days, I'll have to bring in some of the pictures because Amanda had really unfortunate teeth. (laughs) um, But also, yeah, like there was, uh, you get ribbons for a lot of different things. Like if your animal was good, but also if your own performance was good. Mm. And so, yeah, I have some trophies and some ribbons. And yeah, if you ever get a chance to talk to my siblings, I mean, you get us started on the fair and we'll be talking for hours. So
1: <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, it really was. Really was. So
2: mine is um a nice quiet time without kids. Mm. Mm. So I you know, I come from a different era, too. But um, I was the oldest. I am the oldest. So there's 10 years between me and my next sibling. Oh, wow. So and my parents had three more. Mm. So my whole life at home, um, there were always little kids. Yeah. So they would camp during the summer. And I am not a 4-H kid. <laughs> I am not a camper. And as soon as I was old enough to not go anywhere with them, that's what I chose to do. Nice. So you
3: got to be home alone. And I was home do alone for things. weeks on end. Nice. That's nice.
2: So it's always quiet.
1: Nice and quiet. Don't think, just
3: answer. answer.
1: Well, since the all-new Tom and Anja show is in full swing, Anja is now a regular part of the WCSG Backstage Podcast. Hey, Anja. Hey, hey. (laughs) Which means (laughs) it's time to put her in the hot seat for Don't Think, Just Answer. Anja, all you have to do is answer as many short answer questions as you can in 60 seconds there's okay? no
3: right or wrong answer no. they're, no, they're, I, they're I, your this, opinions I'm so. always going to stutter this always makes me so nervous oh, okay <laughs> right, Okay. So, okay uh, set your papers down you don't need them okay, you you're just, you're think just about answering, answering questions
0: yes. so I'm going to start the timer after this 3, 2, one. beach or pool oh pool selfies or group photos both
3: listen to music from the 80s, 90s or today
0: 80s. Big house with a small yard or small house house with a big yard? Big house, small yard. Museum or movie theater? Oh, movie theater.
3: Supreme pizza or taco supreme? Ooh, Ooh, taco supreme.
0: (laughs) Beautiful
1: flowers or tasty chocolates? (sighs) Both. (laughs) Scrapbooks or Instagram feeds?
2: Oh, uh, uh, Instagram feeds, yes. Reality show or game show?
3: Reality show.
0: Baby yoga or goat yoga? (laughs)
2: baby (laughs) cookies or chips
3: cookies what's better nosy
2: neighbors or noisy neighbors uh nosy neighbors boy dog or girl dog boy cooking or cleaning cleaning gift card or actual gift gift
0: bob ross of joy of painting or ross geller from friends (laughs) ross geller late or early
2: always late
3: (laughs) x-ray vision or super good hearing super good hearing
0: all right there you go that's your 60 seconds And
3: I got through six.
0: I had six too. So six times three is eighteen.
3: Well done, Anton. Well done. done.
2: Thank you. Good job. Do I get a gift prize? Um, Uh, No.
0: Accolades. Well done, and we got to know you a little bit better. (laughs) There you go. go. (laughs) Well, we recently sent a new crew of four astronauts to space. Uh, Amanda and I got chatting and she asked a great question. If you were going to go to space and you could bring three other people with you, who's the rest of your crew? So, thought we'd answer that. Anja, tell us about your space crew dream team.
2: Yuri Gagarin, Neil Armstrong, (laughs) and Valentina Tershkova. Are they all astronauts? They are all All astronauts. astronauts. (laughs) Yuri is the first person who was ever in space. Neil Armstrong, the first man who has walked on the moon. And Valentina Tereshkova was the first woman in space.
3: Wow! If I'm going,
2: I'm going with the best.
3: <laughs> but also, like, what a cool experience for them as people who are a little bit older now to be able to go back. Absolutely. Yeah, right. That's true. You don't often get a return trip to space. That I didn't true. know that they had to be alive now. Oh, oh no, because <laughs> okay, they're not. This is my are dream. all three of them? Had all three of them passed away?
2: Um, I think so. Yes, I believe they all have. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's your dream team. It's It's my dream. Well, when we talked about this
0: initially, there was a lot of value in being with people that you knew. Mm -hmm. So my first instinct was to stick with the morning team. Yes. Amanda. Kevin Richards and Becky Carlson. And so I oh, nice. broke this down a little bit. I said, Amanda's my co pilot because we work so well together in the studio. Uh, but she would also be really great at paying attention to the forecast, the time, making sure to cover any of the things I miss because she's always there whenever I forget things. And because you're a mom, you're a really great mom, you would make sure we have everything we need.
3: <laughs> All the things. All the things.
0: Kevin Richards, of course, Skyview Traffic can handle navigation, mm-hmm. uh, being in charge of directions and keeping an eye on travel conditions, as well as he is a wealth of knowledge, yes. so he probably knows a bunch about stuff. And then Becky can be in charge of communications with NASA and SpaceX as we maybe she delivers any bad news uh, because whenever she says anything it's always like, okay, even though that's really difficult to hear, I'm okay with that. She's She's very chill. Yes. yes. But also she's really great... <laughs> knowing touristy things so she'd be helpful if there were any sites like hey <laughs> over here is where we could see this particular constellation or or like, this like place that. has
3: great pie we should stop right. there
0: <laughs> now if i could pick three people based on their successful space endeavors I picked Matt Damon for his smarts and ingenuity uh, for surviving on Mars as Mark Watney in The Martian, Harrison Ford for his amazing flying skills as Han Solo in Star Wars, and Chris Pratt for his humor and wit as Star-Lord in Guardians
1: That's of the That's great.
0: Nice.
3: So, you put a lot of thought well into thought that. Out. I did, because I
0: like space. Yeah. Nice.
3: Okay, I'll go next. And Jeremy, you were also on my list. Hey. I took family out of the equation because my family's too big, and if I were to pick favorites, they'd all get mad. So family, family's out. And also, you know... Family is great, but also quirky. And Mm -hmm. I don't want any, like, quirky issues in space, you know? So, Jeremy, you're first on my list because we do work well together. You are good at technical stuff, troubleshooting. You love space, so it would give you a chance to go (laughs) on my dime. Um, Also, we understand each other's, like, quirks and positives and negatives, and you help fill in those gaps. Um, I would also invite whomever funded the trip or put it together. Hmm. Because you know they would want it to be successful. Absolutely, Right, you right. don't want someone that's like, oh, they might have a mishap, but let's just go with it anyway. Like this person definitely wants it to be 100% awesome. So that person is invited, whomever he or she may be. And then my third person was Ron Howard, because <laughs> <laughs> he has made movies about space. He seems like he'd be very entertaining. Like he has a lot of stories about Hollywood and growing up in Hollywood and being a director. And then he could narrate the entire thing. Yeah. Right. Yes. I was yes. just
0: thinking so, like from uh, Arrested, Arrested Development. Development, he does a narration for that. Like we could say, oh, everything's all right. And he could say everything was not all right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So awesome. I can't see him outside of Opie. Right? No? Opie.
3: And I don't know how his head being bald, he always wears a baseball cap, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how would it look in a space helmet? Like, I'm sure he would get over it. It would be fine. Yeah, probably. Right?
1: <laughs> he could wear the baseball cap underneath the space helmet.
3: We could manufacture one for Absolutely. him. Figure that for out. one that sure. has a
1: special space bill.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept
1: it close to the cuff. I actually did uh, invite my family up just because we are a really cohesive unit. And uh, just looking at some of the talents that my kids have, uh, they're pretty amazing. Uh, my little boy can play video games better than I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picks up on them like That's that. That's the so, way it works, yeah. man. Anybody yeah. who's
0: younger than you, better at video games. Seriously.
1: Always. So, I think he. He's probably uh, piloting the LEM. Uh, he's going to be working on piloting, taking care of all all of the uh, little things here and there, the pitch and the angle and all that stuff oh, because man. that boy can work a joystick like nobody's <laughs> business. Um, I'm also bringing uh, Lydia, who is uh, my, my 10-year-old. She is just organized like nobody else. I'm telling you the truth. That girl has everything in order. She knows what she's doing. She's got her outfit lined up just perfectly. So I think that she would uh, be really good at keeping order up there in space, keeping calm, and and Then I'm bringing my wife as well, uh, just because we work so well together. Mm-hmm. I think that it would be a cohesive unit. And uh, then I get to hang out with my family on the moon, which is pretty cool. That is cool. <laughs> I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving Ellie behind. I'm leaving Jade behind because Jade's busy with her life. She's doing other things. I don't think she wants to go to the moon. And uh, Ellie's only four, so I don't think she'd be right. much help up there. <laughs>
3: those, she floating, with grandma. <laughs> those floating goldfish crackers <laughs> might become an issue. Yeah, absolutely.
1: They'd be all over the place.
3: <laughs> Tell me
2: Well, it's one of our favorite things to do, you know, share those good news stories with tell me something good. So Amanda, why don't you go first?
3: Okay. First, I am going to reveal something that happened to my co-host the other day. Would you like to share your story of your coffee Monday morning?
0: Uh Oh, (laughs) So uh, yeah, I made my coffee, which is basically half parts protein shake and a half part cold brew. And I had a bunch of things in my hand, stuck it on top of my car in the garage, put all my stuff in, got in the car, and then I back out of my driveway drive forward to the end of my neighborhood turn right and I hear clunk 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 and watch my coffee spill down the back of my car so I had to stop in the middle of the road gather up my coffee cup and eventually got to a gas station and like for 10 minutes scrubbing this sugary, sticky drink off my car.
3: Okay, so <laughs> you're not the only one who has done that. I think all okay. of us at one time or another You have... see it in
0: TV and movies Oh all yeah, the time. you yeah. leave
3: the diaper bag or a pair of shoes like whatever. Well, a man who is named Michael he had some sort of business expense that he needed cash for hmm. and so he went to the bank and took out $10,000. Okay. He probably had to call him ahead of time and said, do you have enough in the vault because I need this cash. Yeah. He stuck it in his wallet and somehow Left it on the bumper of his truck. Stop it. And decided to drive away. He oh. didn't do it on purpose. He didn't even realize he was missing it until another car, he's driving down the street. Another car is coming the opposite way. They see something flying in the air and it is money. Oh. So that guy, his name is Steve, he stopped and he was able to scoop up all 10,000. put it back in the wallet, then relocate this guy and say, Hey, I have your wallet and I have all the cash. Let's get it back to you. He was super, super thankful. He didn't, the guy didn't have to return it. He could have totally pocketed the money. He was so thankful, but he's like, I wish I could give you a cash reward, but I can't because I need this money for my business expense. And so he's like, But you know what I do have? I'm from Washington and I make applesauce. So I have homemade applesauce that I want to give you. <laughs> and then he also promised that he wants to give him home-smoked salmon, blackberry jam, and many other tasty treats as a thank you to just continue to thank him as time goes on. That's wow.
1: just the gift that keeps on giving. Right? Yeah. Right. It's like and jelly it's, of the month club. It's a <laughs> it's,
3: it's a little bit of your heart. You know, when you give someone something that you have made, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of love. So That's sweet. I thought that was sweet.
0: Well, mine has a coffee influence in it as well. Uh, it starts back in 2002, a 21-year-old guy named Griffin was working at a Starbucks off the highway in Illinois. Uh, Griffin happened to be in the back of the Starbucks eating some lunch when he heard screaming coming from the women's restroom. Oh no! Well, another female oh. customer went in to check on the situation, and that's when Lisa Beth enters the story. Lisa decided to stop into Starby's for a drink, but instead found herself on the bathroom floor in labor. Oh, yeah. ah. Griffin thought very quickly to bring some hot towels and And the short of it is that Jonathan enters the world in In the Starbucks. Starbucks. Griffin said, I was like frozen. Like, here's your towels. I don't really know what's going on, but we're cheering (laughs) you on. You're doing great. (laughs) Holding your hand. Uh, Next thing you know, an extra person pops out of the bathroom. Well, now flash forward 18 years. uh, Griffin happens to be on Facebook and he stumbles across a GoFundMe for this kid named Jonathan, along with his older brother. Well, he donated to the fund and then did some digging and is able to confirm that this GoFundMe is actually set up for the same." named Jonathan that he helped to deliver in that Starbucks 18 Mm. years ago. Well, it turns out that GoFundMe was actually set up by some friends and family because Jonathan and his brother had recently lost their father. And this is actually on top of losing his mom Mm. years earlier. So at 18 years old, Jonathan gets a surprise message when he logs into his Facebook account from this Griffin saying, Hey, I was the barista the day you were born. (laughs) I've always wondered what was going on with you after you were born. Well, the two ended up meeting up recently. And of course they met at the very same Starbucks. Jonathan said he grew up knowing some of the chaotic way that he had entered the world, but his mom had passed away at a fairly young age. Mm. And so this meeting with Griffin helped him fill in some of the gaps of that day. Wow. Um, Griffin says, I've thought about this kid a million times, even during my own children's birth. So I wanted to know more about whatever happened to him. And it was just a very exciting moment to finally do that. But despite his origin story, Jonathan, not super crazy about coffee, <laughs> typically goes for hot chocolate or cold brew. Uh, one final Easter egg about this story is that the Starbucks itself has a small memento from the surprise birth. If you look in the window uh, by the door, you'll find a little sticker of a stork carrying a baby that Aww. marks his arrival. So
3: if you uh-huh. go to Starbucks and you see the stork sticker, you know a baby has been a born A baby there. has right. been born. <laughs> that's so, yeah. so sweet. So. Across the
1: board, that's what Aww. they do. You know, <laughs> social media
3: can sometimes be so gross and so nasty, but the way that it brings people together, like they probably never would have right. crossed paths Again, had it not been for Facebook. So what a neat story.
1: That is a great story. That's a great story.
3: So I'll go next.
2: I found a story of a 79-year-old man in Canada. He went to beauty school last week, To learn how to do his wife's hair and makeup Hmm. because she can no longer get ready on her own. She's losing her Hmm. vision. And specifically, she kept burning herself with a curling iron. Yeah.
1: That's a real thing. Oh, that's a
2: thing. And it was so sad. So the gentleman, he was remained anonymous. He walked into a beauty school, a college in Alberta, Canada, and asked them to show him how to take care of her, how to do her hair, Aww. how to put on some makeup for her because her her looks are very important to her that she wants to be put together. And so they actually did a class with him they brought in a mannequin for him they taught him how to curl hair and how to keep his wife's skin safe and Mm. and keep her to put together and then taught him how to apply mascara too so he could take care of his wife and and take care of her they've been married for over 50 years and uh the beauty school the teachers said they were just honored by the love and i mean just the care that he took to do that.
3: And that's why they've been married 50 years. It's that's those great. little things like that. How can I take care of you? That is
1: so Canadian. All of that. Just very Canadian.
3: Yes. <laughs> and so it was nice up kind. there. They're
1: going to go just to the beauty salon and they're going to just change their whole day for him. They
3: did. <laughs> they did.
2: For him and for her. How <laughs> oh, sweet. That is sweet.
1: Well, mine's out of Maryland. Uh, a good Samaritan jumped over a highway guardrail uh, just this past weekend in Maryland Bay. Uh, apparently, an infant had been thrown from a car oh. into the water. Ah. During a crash over the guardrail into the bay, um, the child was ejected from the car in Ocean City and landed in the Sawaman Bay. Uh, Authorities were called to the scene and discovered the car from which the baby was ejected just kind of hanging there off (gasps) the bridge. Um, Seven people were taken to hospitals and ambulances. The baby was flown to John Hopkins and uh, no conditions are are, are known currently, but uh, just a great story of a good Samaritan saying, I'm just going to jump off this bridge, jump into that water and rescue this baby.
0: Talk that, about like your adrenaline just pumping like you didn't even, probably didn't even didn't think even twice. Think about like, it. I need to do that because if do. I think about it, I won't <laughs> jump <laughs> off the bridge. Oh, Seriously. So true. That uh, happened to me.
2: That's incredible. That happened to us on our way home from our honeymoon 20 some years ago. No kidding. We were driving and there was a convertible had overturned <sighs> and we watched it flip mm. and um, my brand new husband pulled over and a bunch of people pulled over and a bunch of men got out of the cars because it was a car and they flipped it back over. Wow. Um, And the gentleman that was driving the convertible
3: stepped out and was perfectly fine. Wow. That's amazing. Something else. uh, That supernatural strength, you know? Know where it comes from. I hope that family is okay. Yeah, me too. What a traumatizing event for everybody.
1: Absolutely. Wow.
3: Well, as always, we appreciate you listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help spread the word about the WCSG Backstage podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Well, each show, we close things out with a deep cut, and Anja, since you're the newest regular to join the podcast, why don't you share your first deep cut? I will. I put so much thought into this. Um,
2: I became a Christian at a time um, back in the 80s when it, I mean, you know, we didn't have Christian radio Mm -hmm. like we do now, Sure, you know, and I had a youth group leader. I was 13 when I gave my life to the Lord and I had a youth group leader and he was very much into music. So we always had like new songs and CDs, I mean, Steven Taylor, things like that, Mm -hmm. think the 80s. But there was one tape because we didn't have CDs then. (laughs) There was one tape that I would listen to over and over again, and it was Amy Grant's Age to Age. Yes, And it was pivotal for me and my spiritual growth and my journey as a Christian. And I'll tell you what, the song that always gets me is Amy Grant, and it is Sing Your Praise to oh, the Lord. Oh,
3: yes, yes. Oh, I, just, I love
2: that one. What was know. the name of the song again, though? Sing Your Praise to the Lord. Got it. Come on, everybody, stand up and sing one more hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to it. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. And I'm Anja. And this is WCSG Backstage. WCSG Backstage.
1: Sing Your Praise to let me sing one more
0: Hallelujah. Give me praise to the Lord. I can never tell you just how much good that is gonna do you just to sing a the song your heart learned to sing when He first gave His life to you. The light goes on, and so must the song you gotta sing again. The song born in your soul when you first gave your heart. Praise to the Lord Come on, everybody, stand up and sing one more Hallelujah, give
3: your praise to the Lord
0: I can never tell you